Welcome back to another episode of Turn Up the Volumes. I'm Tori. And I'm Evelyn. And we are back with part two of Twilight by Stephanie Meyer. Finally, very exciting. This book was a doozy. It was way longer than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> um, but we finished it. I, I powered through. And uh, we're excited to, to talk to y'all about this book that has been out for way longer than I thought. When I Googled this, I was like, wait, hold on. This has been out since, what, 2008? Something like, no way. It's got to be earlier. Like 2006 or something. Something, but. Yeah. I remember the, the newer books coming out when I was in sixth grade. So yeah. I knew that the first book couldn't have come out too much earlier than that. But. Um, yeah, so, very exciting, so let's just dive into the episode, talk about our overall thoughts, and get started. So, Evelyn, let's start with you. What were your overall thoughts rereading this again? Well, I have not read this, uh, since I was probably 14, (laughs) and, uh, it was definitely interesting. I cringed a lot more than I did when I was 14. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and... I have a lot more thoughts on Bella as a person than I did back then. Um, you know, I think we talked a little bit about this, but Edward's personality in the books versus the movies is very different. Yes. Um, I think we like him better in the books. Mm-hmm. In the books, he's very interesting. Um, yeah. but, he actually yeah, has so a personality. He, he does. He really does. And I mean... It's just, uh, it's an interesting vibe. What was your overall opinion? Read- was this your first time, like, reading all the way through Twilight? Yeah, it's my first time ever opening this book, ever. Wow. <laughs> yeah, wow. I've only watched the movies, and, um, yeah, I, I, like, I literally, like, some of this book was like, oh my gosh, that was from, I remember that part from the movie, and, like, all the stuff, and then there's stuff that wasn't in the movie that I was, like, sure was gonna be in the book, because it was so ridiculous. <laughs> Um, and then it wasn't, and I was like, wow, this is disappointing. Like, I think it was, like, the line of, like, this is the skin of a killer, Bella. It wasn't in the book, and I was so (laughs) sad. I was like, that's my favorite line from the movie. I wanted to see it play out, like, on paper. Um, so there's stuff like that, but overall, some of the, like, I like that some of the lines were in there. Um, Mm. and I could see them in a different context than the movie and how they played out in different like segments and they were in different locations and how that all played out and it made more sense. So I really like that aspect. Um, overall as a whole, I can see why a lot of people love this book, especially when it came out. Like, I feel like when this book came out, it was kind of like the height of vampire romances, in my opinion. (laughs) Like, I was looking up some stuff earlier, and I was like, all right, so, like, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the TV show, came out in, like, uh, the late 90s, and the Vampire Diaries were books, right? Before they were a show? So that came out before even the show, and the show was 2009 when it started, so the books must have come out way before then. So, and I feel like Twilight was a really good, like, middle ground. Um, but, so it made sense, um, with that respect. Um... But I think it, it was popular, you know, it's basic romance plot, it's relatively clean, uh, and a very easy read. I didn't find it, like, a struggle to read the words, if that makes sense. Like, there was enough exposition and dialogue balance that I could easily pick it up and read a couple chapters at a time. Um, yeah. 
but I definitely think I missed the train for this book. Um, I'm, I'm a little too old to be reading it <laughs> to relate to any of the characters. I, um, I say all the time, I'm like, I hate now watching, like, new shows about kids in high school or, like, reading books about kids in high school. I'm like, it just feels yeah. like a waste of time. <laughs> Yes. But, um, yeah, so I don't really have any of the nostalgia to accompany the book. I didn't think it was a bad book. I know a lot of people either loved it or hated it. I felt a little indifferent to it, and I think that's just because I'm 24 years old reading a book about, yes. you know, 17-year-olds. So, um, <laughs> there's that. But I think if I had read this in late middle school, early high school, I probably would have really liked it knowing late middle school, early high school me. It would have been something mm -hmm. I would have loved. Um, but whereas it stands now, I don't think I would read it again, but I think it will help my rewatching of the movies again. <laughs> because yes, I like because the movies so much. We'll rewatch the movies for sure. Yes. So, um, overall, I thought it was a, a, a pretty good book, especially for when it came out, everything going on then. I thought it was a very good romance book, especially based on high schoolers. So that was kind of my overall thoughts on it as a first time reader at the age of 24. <laughs> Well, now being an adult, going back and through uh, and reading this, mm -hmm. I kind of wondered what a 117-year-old man really has in common with a 17-year-old yeah. student, I guess. <laughs> but they've got a lot, apparently, a lot of chemistry. Um, there were some really choice lines that Edward used that I know you sent me in some Snapchats. <laughs> <laughs> And some interesting things happened, and I kind of wanted to say the one that stood out to me that I completely forgot that happened, that when it did, I was like, wait, what? Mm -hmm. <laughs> was the part where Edward takes Bella, um, he takes her to his house, and she meets the family and everything, and he plays her the song that he wrote for her, mm. and a tear fell out, out of her eye, and he picked it up and tasted it. Yeah, that was rough. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, we could have done without that. Yeah, that that was a little too much for me. I'm not gonna lie. Um, like, I had yeah. read some weird stuff before, but honestly, that was a little too much. Yeah, you know, sometimes you write something and you don't think about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that that was a bit much. Um, I, I Every time I watch the movie, I forget that the baseball scenes in there and I forget that the dinner scenes there like I don't know what is going through my brain but I just completely forget about that whole half of the book every single time in my mind the first like hour of the movie is the whole movie yes <laughs> and I don't think that's wrong no well it's wrong but you know. <laughs> like the literal whole plot I'm just like nah I don't want it you're like, give me something else. Yeah, I'm just like, I just want, like, Bella figuring out that he's a vampire and that's it. Like, I literally only remember up to the point of, like, say it. Say it. <laughs> yeah. Mm, honestly, that should have been where she was like, okay, maybe I should start backing away and try things with Jacob for a while. Yeah, Jacob was not in this book as much as I would have liked, but then I also remember he's really not in the first movie that much either. Yeah. Um... Which, honestly, is probably, probably better. His yeah. wig is rough in that movie. 
Yeah, but New Moon, it's time for him to shine. Yeah. Oof. I don't think I'll ever read that book. <laughs> I don't think I'm done with this one. Sad. I know. I'm. The movies are so in my brain that I'm just like, I feel no motivation to read them. Because I've no, seen them it. so many times, so... Well, let me throw this curveball. Would you read a fan fiction where um, Bella chooses Jacob over Edward in New Moon? Yeah. Okay, okay, cool. Then I have one picked out, and we can speed read together. Yeah, send me a link. <laughs> I will. Drop it in the chat. I would definitely read a fan fiction. I unashamedly love fan fiction. I read a lot of, um, this is going to expose me as a person real fast, I read a lot of Hermione and Draco fan fiction in high school, <laughs> toxically, um, so <laughs> let me wow. just expose myself like that, um, but yeah, no, I love fan fiction so much. Amazing. Well, I got yeah. you. Um... Anyway, I had some questions about this book to ask you, or really just, like, pose to okay. our listeners, because I'm, I felt a little ridiculous. <laughs> um, so, for, my first question is, I just, I think one of the things I really had a hard time relating to Bella is because I am literally terrified of most things in my life, um... <laughs> I can't, I have a hard time with, like, I love Halloween, but I'm like, do not take me to a haunted house, I don't want to watch scary movies, like, all this right. stuff, right? And I'm like, and high school Tori, middle school Tori, and elementary school Tori were way more scared of things than I am now. And now I can watch, like, a basic horror movies, like, psychological horror stuff, but it's still, like, not my favorite thing to watch. Um, but how realistic is it? That Bella is so dead inside <laughs> that she's just like, oh, you're literally always thirsting for my blood? Okay. That's fine. <laughs> you want to sniff it more? <laughs> no, bestie. That's so unrealistic. <laughs> yeah. Like, not she... even... Good. I was just going to say, like, she didn't even have, like, like, any hesitation. Like, literally, she's just like, yeah, Okay. Like, no, like, we have 500 pages for her to, like, become okay with him being a vampire. No, we're, she's okay with it day one. <laughs> day one. Literally instantly. I was just like, and bro. You would think that she would be, I don't know, like, definitely hesitant or maybe, like, freaked out visibly. But she was, like, instantly like, yep, this is it. I love him. Literally. So she's just more attracted to him than she is scared. Just like he loves her more than he actually wants to drink her blood. Yes. It just, I was just like, bro, that's like the part that I was like, this whole book hinges on the fact that Bella does not act like a normal person. <laughs> and <laughs> it kills me every time. I'm like, no, 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 no. I was like, even like, you know, Belle from Beauty and the Beast, like she, it took her a long time to even talk to the Beast, right? And he was, right. like, deep down is a nice person, you know? But I'm just like, bro, this is a literal vampire. Like, the most dangerous predator in the fantasy, like, world. Uh, like, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Couldn't be me. <laughs> well, listen, he's a sexy kind of monster that she apparently wants, so. Right. 
Um, so anyway, other questions I had. Um, how realistic is it that Charlie would just let Bella leave and not chase her down when she leaves Forks for Phoenix? He's literally the head of law enforcement in Forks. Like, you don't, you're not telling me that he's not shutting borders down? He's not, like, right. calling She's the airline? 17. Yeah, like, he's not calling the airline and being like, hey, don't let my daughter get on this plane? Yeah, no. He's just... Down with to get down, going with the flow. I was like, bro, you can't be that depressed that you're just like, oh, man. Okay, bye. Bye, but like he tried a little bit, but I was like, bestie, you're literally the law. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> like, in forks, you could do whatever you want, bestie. I was like, bro, this man. That was the. I was like, no, 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 like. I feel like anyone's parents, like, realistically would just, like, be like, no, no, no. Like, I'm going to call, like, the border. I'm going to call the, like, airline. I'm going to be calling her mom. Like, (laughs) you know, being like, hey, Bella's going to your house. Do you know this? Like, she's just showing up and she's a minor. Right. So. Yeah. So that, I was just like, bro, how? How? For what way? What reason? Um, secondly, I also was wondering why Bella didn't ask to either talk to her mom or hear her mom's voice when, was it James? Is that his name? Yeah. When James called her for the first time? Or even the second time? Like, you didn't even want to confirm <laughs> that you even had his your, your mom with you? Like, you didn't want to confirm that? <laughs> like, you're literally risking your life your friends' lives, like, everything, your mom's life, and you don't even know if she's actually there. Right. And, like, she literally easily, easily could have shared this information with Alice and Jasper and come up with a plan. Literally. She's like, no, I have to do this on my own. I'm like, bestie. (laughs) Yeah, no, this girl. Yeah. Um, so, I, that literally, I, I sat there reading, I was like, are you kidding me? You couldn't literally just be like, hey, yeah, I hear, like, you're saying you have my mom, but can you, like, let her speak? Can I hear her words? Like, and yeah, he's got the video of her, whatever, fine, that would have at least been creative, and I would have believed it a little bit more, but she didn't even ask. Right. You know, I was like, bro, this book, this book be killing me. (laughs) So, yeah. Um, I also had some thoughts... Just kind of in the book as a whole. Um, but I think me and my 24-old old self um, <laughs> have become a bit crotchety in my old age. Um, I, <laughs> I think I'm a bit tired of the whole vampire trope of like, oh, I'm a vampire, but I'm so morally tortured by it every second of my life. I'm just like, right. bro. <laughs> I'm so sick and tired of it. Like, you know me. I've watched Vampire Diaries how many times? And I hate Stefan so much. He's the worst. (laughs) He's the worst. And Edward has literally the same lines in this book. And it's like, it's why I don't like Stefan in Vampire Diaries. It's why I don't like Angel from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Like, I don't like whiny main characters. And it's, like, the most whiny boy character out there. Like, just kill people, suck their blood, and stop feeling guilty about it. Yeah, or, like, don't (laughs) whine about 
it all right. the time. Like, just, like, I don't care that you drink animal blood, but, like, don't be whiny about it all the time. You know? Right, like, it's always having this existential crisis. Yeah, I'm just like, bro, it's okay. Like, it's just something I've noticed a lot, especially with the vampire things I've been watching. I was like, is this just, like, the thing now? Is that just the trope? Is that just, like, mm-hmm. the brand of vampire we're all obsessing over now? I'm like, no, no, no. Give me a Damon, like, give <laughs> yes, me someone please. who doesn't care, like, <laughs> I want a mor- morally ambiguous character, <laughs> more yes. so, please. Um, but yeah, that's kind of my overall thoughts and questions. Did you have anything you'd like to add? No, I just wanted to say that, uh, you know, I still have love for Charlie and Carlisle. Um, in the books, yes. it just keeps talking about how young Carlisle looks, so I keep picturing, like, this really young dude, like, a sophomore in college. Yes. And I'm like, no, no. But it is what it be. Yeah. I literally, I keep thinking of, like, a 25-year-old um, in my head, and, which makes sense, so I'd be, like, a little bit more, like, odd that he has all these kids, and why people are, like, this is kind of weird, but, like, we don't, like, really think about it. Um, right. Whereas in the book, it's, like, much more, like, yeah, he's definitely old enough to be, like, a foster dad. <laughs> right. Like, you can start fostering, like, at the age of 18. They might not, like, choose you to be a foster parent all the time, but, like, you can. Um, right. So, um, yeah, no, I love Carlisle. I love Charlie. I love Esme in this book. I don't like her in the movies. I love her in the book. Really? Yeah, I just feel like she's, like, I don't know, the actress who plays Esme just comes off creepy instead of endearing to me. Like, the way she smiles, I don't know, there's just something about her that I'm just like, I know you're excited for your son to, like, finally have, like, a partner or whatever, but, like, you're just a little too aggressive, whereas in the book, I just pictured a completely different person, and it just, like, felt more genuine, and not so much, like creepy. I don't know. I just yeah. really liked her. I think she had a little bit more of a personality. She seemed younger in the books, too, which I think yes. helps. Um, so, yeah, that's how I kind of felt about her. I really liked her. I wish I had more Alice in the book. Mm-hmm. Um, Alice was, was always my favorite character in the movie, so I, like, I'm always like, give me more Alice. Give me more Jacob. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um... Yeah, I think that the characters definitely had a lot more depth to them. Um, but I think I think that something that I missed in the movies that um, was explained better in the books was Alice's powers. Yes. Because, like, in my mind in the movies, she just, like, could predict the future. Like, it wasn't well explained. And then the book it was like, well, she can predict, like, the future pertaining to, like, people in her lives, kind of. And it can always change on people's right. choices and I was like oh that actually makes sense now <laughs> mm-hmm. so there's just some things that I feel like the movies missed that the book really got that like helped that I'm like oh this will make sense when I rewatch the movies <laughs> right <laughs> so um yeah but um so guys that is our little snippet of Twilight wrapping up um very excited to be done with this book. Not that I didn't like it, but I it was just a long book, so. 
Well, um, I hope you guys got your fill because Tori will not allow New Moon or anything else like Twilight. Yeah, sorry guys. Um, but let's do ratings. Um, I'll let you do yours first. Mm, what are we? Are we doing out of baseballs? Oh, out of baseballs. ten baseballs, I right, I did right, baseballs. Right. Do you want to do sparkles? No, it's okay. We'll do okay. baseballs. Um, I would give this book a six out of ten baseballs because I cringed a lot. I gave mine six out of ten baseballs. <laughs> wow, wow. I still exciting. love it though. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then. You know, who, our usual question, is there anyone you would recommend this book to, and why? I would recommend this book to unsuspecting 14-year-olds. <laughs> yeah. That's who I would. Agreed. I I would also uh, suggest this book to people who are younger than the main characters. I feel like, for some reason, if you're the age of the characters or older, it's very hard to relate. So, I I think if they're younger, so like 14, 15, um, and itching for a little bit more information if you're a fan of the Twilight movies but you haven't read the books, I think mm-hmm. it'd be good, especially if you're younger than the characters, it will fill in right. some of the blanks, um, and I think make the memes a little bit better. Um, so yeah, that is my recommendation. Um, most people in my life have already read it, so I can't... I can't uh, suggest it to anyone personally. I'm, like, the last person alive to read this book for the first time, so. (laughs) Um, But anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. We will be back with our next book, which is Rebecca by, I don't know how to say her last name, but Daphne DeMarrier? 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 Huh? (laughs) DeMarrier. Yeah, that sure. I I took like Spanish, not French, so I'll let you do it. <laughs> but um, yeah, so this book, which I won't I won't say anything too much about it, but um, I'll give a little story. Um, a little tidbit is I accidentally watched the movie for this before reading the no. book, not knowing that we were reading it, and Evelyn had to call me out halfway through the movie watch, but I was too deep into it that I couldn't stop. So. Um, I'll talk about them more a little bit next episode, but that is the book we'll be reading. We'll just be reading a couple chapters, so again, another book that we know the ending of, but we'll be reading, I will be reading for the first time, so keep an eye out on our social media for any updates with that, and you can find us on Instagram at turnupthevolumes, facebook.com slash turnupthevolumespodcast, on Twitter at tutv underscore podcast, you can email us at turnupthevolumes at gmail.com. Or you can join our Goodreads group or friend us on Goodreads by clicking the link in our bio. And with that, guys, we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.